Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. What's going on, Detroit Lions fans? Welcome back to Believe in Lions, right here on the Believe Podcasting Network, Detroit's number one sports podcasting network. But we believe in the Detroit Lions, and by the end of this episode, so will you. I mean, we're coming off the bye week, heading to Jacksonville, need a W like you can't believe. And I've got the man, the myth, the legend, the one and only Benny Blades, Lions legendary safety here to talk all about it. We got to get a win, Benny. How you doing? I'm doing wonderful. We got to get a win. I got to talk about my Canes this week, well, past weekend, Derek. They didn't show up, so we'll talk about that. But all in all, um, I'm I'm doing okay. You know, my Lions were on a bye. And so, you know, like we talked about before the bye week, you know, we'll recap and find out exactly what's going to go on in the next two weeks. I think we laid it down last week. They got a three-game sample size to show us something. It starts this week in Jacksonville. Then they head to the ATL. You almost got to get those two football games. Then we'll flip a coin against the uh, Minnesota, or the Indianapolis Colts there in uh, Ford Field. So really big stretch for the Lions. We'll talk all about it. I definitely want to hear what you got to say about, well, you know who they might be. <laughs> Everybody wants to hear a reaction about that, Benny, but we'll get to all that right after we bring in a break from betonline.ag. We got to get him in there. Benny, you know, sometimes when you're watching a game, you, you got to have a little extra on the line. I don't know if you had any extra again on the game this past weekend or if you got any on the Lions, but you can do that all with BetAG. I mean, don't you think that's a great place to go? That's a great place to go. Uh, yeah, I, I put a little, a little extra at that lawn yap. I put that on the line on on that AG, but it, it didn't it didn't come in my favor. So, <laughs> well, uh, we'll talk all about it. That's uh, that's what happens. But they got all types of prop bets and everything you want to do. So let's take a quick break. We'll tell you more about them. Come back. We're talking lions. Benny's probably gonna cry about the U, and we're talk more lions and uh, get you guys ready for this game. This big stretch coming up for the lions. So everybody, we'll be right back. The wait is finally over. Football is back. I mean, you might not be at the game this year, but you can still be in on the action at Bet Online. Now, if you want to go big this year, put your money on the Detroit Lions. Yeah, you heard it here first, right on Believe in Lions. That's the way to go in 2020. From game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props, Bet Online gives you more options to wager than any place online. And there is always the online casino as well. It never closes. So head to betonline.ag today and take advantage of all the great sign up bonuses. Again, that's betonline.ag and sign up today. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. Detroit Lions fans, B-L-E-A-V and Lions fans, we are back. Uh, thank you so much for listening to our sponsors. Thank you so much for hitting that subscribe button. I mean, me and Benny have just had a great time doing this show. It's been great to get to know him, um, really trying to bring you guys some fun content. We talk football. We try to make you laugh and have fun as well. So, uh, Benny, before we even get into the Lions, can we just spend a couple minutes about the you, I mean, I don't even know if I should play the soundbite. Should I play it or should I not? Always play my soundbite, baby. It's all about that you. All right, I made that sound for you. You've been talking your team up. I told you you were going to have trouble with Clemson. I mean, Trevor Lawrence is too much, and you got a big 
dose of Travis Etienne, one of the big prospects coming out in the draft. He was catching the football, running the football. Well, I was rooting for you, you, Benny, but they let me down on a whole bunch of levels. Tell me what happened. Too, too, too <laughs> much Etienne. Okay? Yeah. Man. Look, I almost, you know, flew to Clemson just to suit up just to hit him. I mean, dude. <laughs> they could have used the help. Was, yeah, this kid was playing bully ball, man. I mean, he he looked like a grown man playing against a little four or five-year-old kid. They hit him, and he was like, pum, 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 pum. I mean, you couldn't bring him down. I was like, look, I'm not going to lie. Derek, I was watching the game in the sports bar, and I was screaming. People looking at me. I was like, okay, are they going to toss me up out of here? <laughs> I mean, I was I was really, 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 really getting pissed off. I said, look, I, I ain't going to lie to you. I went old school. I said, look, somebody take the 15 and get him out of the game. Don't matter. Take the 15. Late. Get him or something. <laughs> oh, my you know goodness. Benny, ben, ben, look, look at me like, is he okay? <laughs> Let me ask you this, though. I love that you're howling at sports. I love that you got the passion. You got to tell a little bit uh, about your uh, – you had a get-together. What was it with the 87 Canes where you guys all got together before this game? I mean, you were ready to go. See, that, that's the thing. Every time we talk about the past, I understand, you know, you want to celebrate the past. We, we got together on Tuesday – with a lot of the, no, Wednesday, with a lot of the old 87 hurricanes, okay? A lot of lives are being told, a lot of stories are being told by some some of the guys didn't remember the, some of the games the way they should have been remembered. Because <laughs> I, I, I had to pretty much tell them, guys, I remember there's been some games when we were getting our kicked all over the field that we had to come back and show people that we were David. You know, I mean, Goliath was just kicking our butts in some of those games. They were like, what are you talking about, Benny? I said, All right, look, I'm not going to fabricate a lie. Every game that we played in 87 wasn't just a freaking blowout. And so, of course, you know, everybody wants to tell the tale when you talk about old school football of how we just dominated everybody. I said, no, that's not the way I remembered it. And so when you fast forward until the Clemson game, look, when I talked to those guys again, I said, look, guys, re re remember in 19, and this is why I had to bring them back to reality. I say, I remember playing Tennessee January 1985. They kicked our butts all over <laughs> Sugar Bowl Dome. When I tell you, that was a beat down in Louisiana. It was like, oh, you had to bring that up, right? Well, this is what these guys are going to have to remember. They got a beat down against Clemson. And, well, I ain't going to say every phase. Our offense had 65 total yards in the first half. Mm. That's total domination. They can say what they want to say. I, I love my hurricanes to death, but you, you have to look at life realistically. I'm not calling for the coach's job, <laughs> but I am going to call Ed Reed and say, Ed, I'm sorry. <laughs> even, my, even my own nephew, he missed two crucial tackles. See, I, I keep things real. And you know, you know me, I texted him the very next morning. You missed two crucial tackles and you dropped the pick six. See, Derek, I don't I don't hold my tongue when it talk about my hurricanes nor my lions. 
I mean, you brought. I, I didn't think you call out number seven, the guy with blades on the back of his uniform, but he did have a, a dead yeah. pick six that that he dropped. Yeah. He also had yeah. some other issues, but but here's what I want to talk about. And I know the people are like, hey, this is BLEA of Ian Lyons, right? Yeah, but this is the one and only Benny Blades, and this is one of the bigger U games in the last, I don't know, five-plus years for your school, if not longer. But I want to talk about, you know, back in the day, back in your day, back in the day when the U got started. Like, you guys not only had that swagger, but yeah, you might take a 15. You might do something a little bit uh, after the whistle. But, but you had enough ball players to do it. Like, I watched this game. I did this game, actually, for Pro Football Focus. And I'm sitting there looking, going, like, it, they were taking late late shots. They were they were giving up first downs, being offsides. They, they had, like, a pick or, or a big play, and the guy was just offsides before the ball. It's like, like, didn't you feel they were just undisciplined? I feel like between that and Clemson just having too much firepower in the second half, like, that's what cost them. Like I, you guys cost yourselves on that one. You got to tell them to be more disciplined. Hey, look, not only be more disciplined, but if you transition that old school football into the game, if you're gonna have a stupid mental breakdown, let it be. Look, our coaches used to say back when I was at the U, if you're gonna take a 15, make it count. Don't take a bonehead 15 and it don't count. Why exactly. is somebody behind, you know, when the play is over with and he's still in the game? No, <laughs> if you're going to take him out, take him out. <laughs> exactly. But let me ask you this and we'll talk some Lions. Like, so the first half, you know, get off to a little bit of a slow start. Next thing you know, your quarterback, he makes a little play with his legs, whatever it was. They, they ended up scoring a TD, I think. Right before the half, Benny, they go for like a 50, 60 yard field goal blocked and, and the Canes take it to the house. I mean, at this point, you got to be thinking we're back in this ball game. We got ourselves a chance. Little did you know the second half, it just it just didn't come through for you. But tell, tell me you weren't going crazy after that block kick score right before the half. That was big. But I, I just told you, I was watching the game in the sports <laughs> bar when they blocked the field goal. Ivy picks it up. He's running down the right sideline. I'm in the sports bar running in place. Go, go, go. There you, did, you, you did a lap, Benny? You did a lap at the sports bar? You you housed it with him? Because I had nothing to cheer for the first, first, whole first half. Right. But that was a big play. Okay. So, look, I, I'm telling you, look, Man, when he, I said, okay, we're down by 11. If our offense can do anything in the second half, we got a chance, we got a chance, we got a chance. What happened? Clemson gets the ball, and they just go right down the field, and they score. Like, what? Why? Are you kidding me? Yeah. What happened to the great Ed Reed halftime speeches? <laughs> Did they not listen? <laughs> Ed Reed, he'll get it together down there. I love seeing him on the sideline. And like you say, uh, you know, you uh, you might have to have a, a phone call with him, but uh, he's he's working on getting it together. You guys do have some ball players. I mean, I like what uh, Blades Jr. brings to the table. Obviously, King, your quarterback. You've you've got the tight ends that we've talked about before. So, uh, you know, good good things maybe to come. But it was just too much. Too Clemson's too much, man. Too much for almost everybody. So, um, Benny, I knew when I brought it up, we're gonna be here 10, 15 minutes on your canes. But I think we gotta play you you one more sound bite because we know you love it. And then we got to get on to some Lions. Can we do that? Yeah. Uh, let me let me say one more thing before yep. we move on to my, my second best team, my beloved Lions. Now, I, I, I told people when the game was over with, Miami is playing with a lot of sophomores and juniors. We played against an experienced Clemson team who are senior laden. I don't, I don't believe in making excuses. But that should have let them know that it takes not one player, but it takes a whole entire team to dominate a game. Not one individual. You know, we could talk about Trevor Lawrence. We could talk about Mr. Etienne. We could talk about the two wide receivers. But all of those guys are seniors, and I hope our general managers over at the Lions are listening. Yeah, that Clemson team 
is stacked from defensive tackles to offensive guards. I mean, they are just stacked all the way around. And so I don't, I don't have a problem with losing to the number one team in the country because we showed a little bit of fight. We showed a little bit of moxie. So yeah. I'm okay. So now let's talk about my Lions. <laughs> Good stuff. Like you say, uh, you got to have a team. Um, they 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 are the best in the land. So you know, not not a big issue. Like I say, I'm I'm rooting for your squad, especially uh, so I can so I can play things like this here on the show. Benny, th- this one is my favorite though. I mean, this this is just one of the better drops of all time right here. <laughs> I mean, that's got to get you hype every time I drop that on you. That, that That's some good stuff right there. I don't even care where you went to school. You got to love that. I'm, I'm going to tell you, I, I told you when you first dropped that, I told you the reason I love it so much because it's what? It's by my my boy, my friend, Luther Campbell. No doubt. <laughs> oh, man, that's, that's just great stuff. I mean, it's it's almost as good as this, Benny. It's almost as good as this, the greatest fight song in the history of college football from the greatest college football program of all time. You know who that is? That's those Michigan Wolverines, Benny. Well, I, I, I thought you meant UM. <laughs> no, I'm, ta- I'm, 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 talk- I'm talking about that Michigan Wolverines, baby. I thought you were talking about UM, baby. I thought you were talking about UM, but we call it the U. I know, I know, I know. I know there's another UM that plays in Ann Arbor, but we won't debate this in two weeks. They, they, they don't hail to the Hurricanes, Benny. They hail to the Michigan Wolverines. Let's just let that be known. Just just check the record books. You'll know you'll see them up top. All right, let's. You ready to talk some Lions football? People let's are probably like, let's let's do this. So we're heading to Jacksonville. Jacksonville has a bunch of no name, a bunch of you know, second rate football players. And and when I say that, it's almost a shot, but it's also like me saying, that's why I'm nervous about this game because they got a lot of underdogs, a lot of underrated players, a lot of undrafted guys, a lot of guys you're never going to hear about from the NFL. You're not going to see on the programs, none of that stuff. So my first question to you, Benny, is when you're looking at a football team, you've got these underdogs, these hard workers, these guys that have overcome, and you've got the elite talents. Like, what would you, I mean, we know you got to have talent, and we know there's always going to be the, the Rudies or the hard workers. Like, what do you put more weight on? Do you want those real dogs, those real hardworking guys, or would you just rather have a team that's just elite talent, they're just faster, bigger, stronger than the other guy, and, and that's going to win out? What do you think? I'm curious. If I had to put together a prototypical player just like when you're on a team like do you kind of uh which which one like uh do you put more weight on if everybody's gonna put the weight on the athletic kid but if that athletic kid don't have that dog in him yep see (laughs) i could take an undersized underachieving kid that you know what i mean who you you're gonna pick him second to the last on your roster, but he's that he's that he's that dog. He got that he got that dog way down in him, and so he's gonna be fighting against that talented kid all day long. That talented kid, I'm like, man, where did this little Rudy come from? He in my grill all game long, and those are the those are the people. And remember, I mentioned this. Everybody that plays in the National Football League is a what professional. You're not on a roster just because they had to fill a a spot. Somebody on that coaching staff thought enough of you to make you a professional in the greatest league of all times. So I don't want to hear that when people say, well, He's a Rudy. Ain't no such thing as a Rudy when we're talking about NFL football. <laughs> Rudies are in youth league, high school, and you even get some Rudies in college. Okay, they're called walk-on players. Those guys that uh, one-star players that you just gave them a scholarship because somebody knows somebody's parents and you just gave them a scholarship. 
when you're playing professional football, ain't no such thing as a Rudy because you're getting paid at least league minimum of maybe four, $500,000. And I guarantee you anybody in the country would love to make four, $500,000 and you can call them a Rudy. They accept that all day long, every day. <laughs> it's a, it's not a slight. Um, you know, it, it's like you said, you, you, you dropped it perfectly. Like, you know, just those, those guys with that D-A-W-G, that dog in them that, that get after you, that are just that pest, that are guys that are just going hard, working hard all the time, making up for the, the lack of talent or size that they have. But, you know, Benny, would you agree now? We've done a few shows together. Would you deem me the GM of the show? Am I am I the general manager here while you're the star player? Is that no, what we've reached here no, on the show? No, no, no. I, I told you that last week. You can definitely take GM role because – GMs sometimes have to make those decisions. See, you want to keep guys that are, are, are not in my book talented enough to be on the freaking roster. <laughs> you, you want to keep those guys. That's why I'm going to give you the GM title. Okay. Me? Me? Bro, get off the team. You, you, you ain't doing nothing. Get off. You going to pay him for that? No, nah, man, stop playing, man. That's why I'm gonna give you the GM title. I, okay. I'm not no, no, okay. I'm not doing that. Well, well, as the GM of the show, this is where I was going with it. Is that the more I dig into football, the more I'm looking at roster building, the more I look at draft these players. I, I, there's something. I, I'm on both extremes, I guess. Like when I see a guy, I remember a couple years ago, I was telling my buddy Grifka, we brought him up on the show. We were arguing about DK Metcalf. Um, from Ole Miss, and he ended up getting taken by the Seahawks. And I kept saying, you don't find guys that are 6'3", 6'4", 225, run a 4'3", are ripped to shreds, and are, and are also humble, a good guy, blah, blah, blah. Grifka's take was he's a one-trick pony. He just goes, he can run go routes. He's hurt all the time, right? But I was like, when, when a guy's that far to the right of athleticism, I can't look past that. Same with Chase Claypool, who balled out this last week with four touchdowns for the Pittsburgh Steelers. He was the same thing, just crazy big, crazy fast. Like, I knew he was on my short list of guys that were going to be good just because you don't see those type of height, weight, speed traits. But I also swing the other side where, like, I've started to learn that some of these guys that are just crazy talented or great in college, if they don't have that work ethic, if they don't have an ability to stay humble, if they're not just a, a down-to-earth good guy and good football player at both, those aren't the guys you want to bring into your organization because you'd much rather have a group of good guys, hard workers, um, people that are going to stay out of the uh, the nightlife scene and that love football than you would having just a couple guys that are really, really ultra talented but don't love the game, don't work hard, bad practice habits, all that stuff. So you see where I'm coming from? Like there's there can be two sides of the coin, but if I got to lean one way, I'm going to lean more to those meat and potato guys that I'm not going to have to worry about and that come to play every single day than I am getting, you know, the ultra talented guy that does not really want to play football, even though he's good at football. Does that make sense? Makes perfect sense. Now, let me give you a scenario. Okay. The Dolphins, I'm, I'm not talking Lions right now. The Dolphins took a tight end slash wide receiver and made him their starting quarterback. Ryan Tannehill played four years for the Dolphins, subpar as a quarterback. He's looking like a superstar for the Tennessee Titans. Right. And I tell people all the time, what works for one team may not work for another team. Ryan Tannehill knows he's not an elite quarterback. But when I team him up with Derrick Henry and now I have play action and I got a scrambling quarterback that can give a, a different threat to a defense, he looks like he's the best pickup the Tennessee Titans have ever had. And I, I'm like, are you kidding me? He went from being an average quarterback to a superstar quarterback. 
Yeah. That's why I, I tell people all yeah. the time, you GMs of, of, of the world, you could take a kid that has that dog in him that may not fit the profile of that team, but you move him somewhere else and you says, man, where did that kid come from? Yeah. It's the same kid. They just put him in a system that he can become successful. Yeah, it's a, it's a good point by you. I mean, I'm not a Ryan Tannehill fan. I feel like he was, like, say, so awful in um, Miami. And, yeah, change of scenery has helped him. But I still don't want him as my signal caller with all the chips on the line. But, you know, you can't argue that he's playing well right now. I just feel like you can't be bad for four or five years, have a, a one good season and what he's played four or five games and deem him yeah. like, you know, a 20, 25 million dollar player, whatever they paid him. That wouldn't be how I'd go about it. It. But let, let's turn this back to um, Lions Jags, because the reason I ask you is because Sunday when this game comes, it's going to be the talented Detroit Lions that we've been sitting here on the show questioning their heart, questioning their want to questioning their hustle, their tackling all the basics that you want to do. And the, the Jaguars are a bunch of people nobody wanted. The Jaguars are a bunch of guys that are hungry. They've lost three football games in a row to teams that haven't won. They're down on their luck. And they got a quarterback that wears jorts. He's got a mustache. And he does not give a damn. So I feel like he's going to come out. And they're going to be that team that no one's going to put their money on. But that are a dangerous dog in the yard. So I, I don't know what to think about this game on Sunday. But it's going to be the haves versus the have-nots. It's going to be the talented ready to roll offense of the lions and, and a, you know, a, almost a better D on paper versus a team that might just have more guys that want it and are more fundamentally sound. I'm really curious to see what happens. So we'll, we'll have to wait and see on that one. Derek, you just, you just mentioned something so profound to me. That's, that's what Maybe I do on the show, Benny. I mean, I I, somebody, I'm here, Derek, I'm here to somebody, help the people. Somebody, <laughs> yeah. somebody asked me today to name, a wide receiver from the Jacksonville Jaguars. I couldn't even name one. They got rid of Leonard Fournette. That was the only person I knew. Right. Okay. I called their quarterback mustache. I don't even know his name. Okay. Gar Wait, this is, this is one. Uh, what's the one you were pronouncing with me last week? Did it go something like this? Adrian Peterson. Peterson. <laughs> but now we got, we got a new one for this week, Benny. You want to know what the quarterback of the Jaguars is? What is his name? His name is Gardner Manchu. <laughs> I don't know if you can pull that off, but that's that's his name. That's how you got to say it, Benny. If you... Gardner Manchu. <laughs> there, you you nailed it. That's that's what it is. I don't know if it's some type of uh, dialect, but that's how you got to say it when you say Mister Manchu. <laughs> Did you? Oh my god! And okay, <laughs> being be, being the GM. Uh... I don't even, do you know much about Gardner Minshew? <laughs> I do. And like, I can name five receivers on their team. I can give you their whole setup, Benny, but there's not many people that can. That's what, that's why I am the GM of the show. But, uh, I can give you a breakdown of a lot of these players, but like I say, they're not going to be at the top of the stat sheet. They're not going to be guys you hear a ton about in the, uh, in the commercials. But like I say, I mean, I, I see some problems here for the Detroit lions against this team. So, why? Uh, do, do you do you want a little bit on Minshew? You want a couple of their receivers that way you can keep an eye on these guys? Yes, because you 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 you're killing me here. I Minshew. And... <laughs> <laughs> sounds like he sounds like he's from the Bayou. <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, he is, man. This guy's something else. He's a he's just a crazy character. I mean, I think he played what Washington State, where they just threw the ball all around the yard. He was actually like a low Heisman candidate a few years back, and then he kind of fell off. Um, he got picked in the sixth round of the draft and, and wasn't expected to do anything. But sure enough, before you knew it, he was the starting quarterback because they had some uh, they had some injuries and just a lot of shuffling going around. So he came in, he played really good ball last year. If you look at his numbers, I don't have them right in front of me, but this guy threw a lot of touchdown passes. I want to say he had over 20 touchdown passes as a part-time rookie that was in there and he'll he'll run the ball with his feet I mean he's just one of those football players like the teammates love him they rally around this guy I mean I I was 
touting the whole offseason with all my fantasy football shows. Hey, don't put your, your money on Gardner Manchu. I mean, he's he's okay if you want to take him in like the later rounds, but he's nothing special. Um, He's come out. I mean, l- l- let me give you some stats, Benny. I did a little homework here for the show. Gardner Manchu is 70% completions. 335 passing yards a game from this guy. I mean, that's big time numbers from a guy named Minshew. I mean, who who would have thought? So he he's throwing he's throwing to guys like uh, DJ Chark, who came from LSU. It took him a couple years to come on the scene, but he's a he's a little AJ Green type football player now. He'll go deep on you. He's long and lanky. They've got um they got this guy Lavisca Chenault Jr. out of Colorado. This guy is going to be a problem for the Lions because you know what Chenault Jr. does? He catches all these little passes, and then he turns into a running back. He just runs you over. This guy is hard to tackle. I mean, they've got James Robinson at running back, who's a guy that no one ever heard of, and he's been doing incredible. He's the Leonard Fournette replacement. He's an undrafted guy, again, uh, that just coming on the scene really hard to get to the ground, good football player. So that's a little quick summary of what you're going to get from this team. I mean, those are the top three, four players you're going to have to worry about and I mean like I say the names might not be familiar but I I don't think this is a pushover squad but I would love the Lions to go to go beat them up so let me throw this back at you Benny I I gave you some stats there here's a stat you got to think about both of these defenses the Jaguars are giving up 37 points a game 37 the Lions are giving up 32 I mean we got two horrible defenses my question to you is who does that favor both these defenses can't stop anybody they can't cover a coffee table as my buddy Grifka would say who who wins this do the Lions just throw the football all over this team or what I I, I think so because here's why I, I was just going to get to the defensive side of the ball for the Jaguars. They got rid of their all-time defensive tackle, um, Calais Campbell. They got rid of the best cornerback in Jalen Ramsey. They had a fire sale in Jacksonville this offseason. They just got rid of everybody. They don't care about being – 32nd on defense. They don't care. They're trying to get whoever they want in that draft come next April. And that's why I'm trying to tell you. Teams like that and organizations like that. Now, yeah, they got a bunch of guys on the football team that are scrappy and they want to make names for themselves. But when when you're a guy from a big-time program and – you want to show people why this is why I came to the Detroit Lions because when I play against a team that I'm supposed to beat, I'm supposed to score at least 35 points against. Now, defensively, like I said, if we can hold them to 28, then we should win the ball game. There's no I'm not letting Gardner Minshew <laughs> beat me. I'm just with a name like that, I'm, I'm sorry. Because <laughs> I used to, I used to, look, I used to go into games saying, Are you kidding? Before the game, when you 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 saw a guy's name like that before the game say, What the heck was your mom thinking about Gardner Minshew? <laughs> Uh, like you say, the the name is cra- crazy. W- when you got two bad defenses, Benny, like, do you expect to go in and score a bunch of points, or is sometimes like we got two bad defenses and it becomes just a sloppy football game and it ends up being like, you know, twenty one seventeen or you know twenty four twenty one? Do you do you expect like thirty plus points by one or both these teams, or do you think it might come down a little bit? No, I like I said. One of the teams is going to score 30, and the other one is just going to be just shy of 30. It's, it's going to be 35-28. And I'm just hoping it, it, it favors on the Lions' side of the ball. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, because well, you, you got a B-L-E-A-V that it does, right? I do B-L-E-A big time V. 
Okay. You want the reason I say big time V because I want a victory, baby. Victory, victory, victory. I need it. <laughs> we need a big time V, a big time W. I mean, we need a lot of things, uh, Benny, on this one. But be, you're throwing out your predictions. We got to get to that here at the end of the show. But before we get to that, I want your three keys for the Detroit Lions. So um, I've got a few written down here. If you want me to go first, you can piggyback off some of those. But we got to nail this down, three keys to get this V, get this W. How are we going to get it done? Okay. Now, when you got two bad defenses, okay, here's going to be the number one factor in the ball game that people always overlook, special teams, number one. Number two, offensive line play. Number three, cornerback play. Would that be Mr. Okuda? <laughs> I don't care. I, 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 look, I didn't, I'm not, I'm not going to single the young kid out this week. No, I'm just not saying, like, he, he's part of that, you know? It's not no, all no, him. No, but, you know, but right now, we don't know if we want to start Mr. Okuda. We want to bring him in on third. So I don't know what they're doing with him this week. You know, it, it was a bye week. So that's why I'm not going to single him out. But whomever they start at that cornerback, it's going to be big. Because like you're saying, we're playing against guys that are trying to play for the Jacksonville Jaguars. And they want Mr. Minshew. They want the confidence in him that they're going to get open and he's going to get them the ball. So our cornerback play is going to have to be big this week. So is our offensive line play. We're going to have to give our quarterback enough time to pick apart the worst secondary in the National Football League. We got to give him time. I agree. I, I think you got a lot of good points there. I feel like you hang your hat on those those main things most of the time, you know, which which uh, says those are your, kind of your core principles. I mean, Benny, number one with a bullet on my list is how about the Lions stop the run game? We got ran over by the New Orleans Saints. Like, can, can you stop somebody from running right up the middle for 8, 10, 15 yards a pop? I mean, can we do that first? We need to. You're damn right we need to. That, that needs need to be the first thing, not some of the stuff you named off. Number two on my oh. list, I, I, how about Mr. Okuda and the other corners and safeties? Can, can, can we mix up a coverage for once? Can, can we get away from this uh, man, guard, at a random area of the field? Give me some zones. Give me some man. Give me some blitzes. Can, can I get a little creativity on the defensive side of the ball? I mean, I'm sitting there watching paint dry every week. Um, how, how, about we, how about we mix it up there, Matt, Patricia, and the rest of your staff? I mean, me and a kid and a, and a napkin could draw up your defenses uh, the way you're running them out there. I mean, can we mix it up a little bit? And then number three, I got... Keep Gardner Minshew and make him a pocket passer. Don't let this guy get out the pocket. Don't let him use his feet. Don't let him make plays off off schedule. Just just box him in. Get after him. You got to get him to the ground at least two, three times, I would like to see. We only got five sacks on the whole year, I think. Get him on the ground, but when you can't, make him throw to beat you because I don't know if he can do that. I mean, he's going to make some plays, but I don't know that he can just sit back there and throw it like number nine can and win a ball game. See what you just did, Derek? All of your keys were on the defensive side of the ball. Because our defense is horrible right now, Benny. It's an atrocity. That's why. But Listen to me. <laughs> but we are playing against the worst defense in the National Football League. So, therefore, I put some of that onus on the offense as well. I'm not going to put it. When you got two bad defenses, somebody has to protect number nine so he can throw the ball down the field <laughs> so we can outscore those suckers. <laughs> so I ain't going to put all – look, everything that you mentioned is dead on. That's why I went special teams. Special teams gives you a spark. I don't care. You can have an exciting offense – you can have a sucky defense, but special teams give you that special lift, Derek, that guys in the locker room, they look for that. 
see how when my team played against Clemson, and I thought we were, oh, it, it gave me as a fan a lift. Special teams does that for you. You Dang. had the second uh, as go ahead. three. I had him at you had him at two. I had him at three. So we're gonna argue back and forth. Tomato, tomato. <laughs> Benny, we haven't had a good argument in a while, but you going on and on about special teams got me fired up because on all my other podcasts, the Detroit Kool-Aid cast, I mean, I think I'm doing a couple guest spots. I, I hear you're on some other Believe shows out there. I mean, you leaving me in the dust. I, I hear, I think I hear you're on other shows. Are, are you touting our, our podcast? Are you telling people to B-L-E-A-V when you're on these other shows or what? I sure am because here's what happens now, <laughs> People ever heard me on your show because I B L E A C V D V in my lions. Okay. So, so they're calling so, up the big star, Benny Blades. They they can't show no, me any love or what? No, no, no. It, it, here's what they're doing. It, it's, it's so funny because it, like the guy from the Jaguars, he I'm supposed to talk to him sometime tomorrow evening after our show, right? Yeah. He's like, well. I want to find out, and I told him, I said, I'm going to tell you all the keys of how we're going to kick your butt tomorrow. He said, oh, really? I don't even know this dude, but I'm going to sell him out tomorrow because that's how much I believe in my lions. I'm going to sell oh. out a person I don't even know. <laughs> I, I love it. You got to go on there and talk some smack, man. You got to let them know it's Detroit versus everybody. And then just make sure, just make sure when they tell about the show, you don't tell them it's the BLEAV and Benny show. You don't tell them it's, it's starring oh. Benny blades. Only you, you throw me a little nugget. Tell them, tell them we got another guy on the show that knows some football keeps you in line. Somebody's got to do it. Yeah, my, yeah. my GM keeps me in line, Mr. Derek. Keeps me right in line, baby. Yeah, give give, give us some good pub. I mean, I, I don't blame him going with the big star, but we'll, we'll get our name out there. People are loving the show. So back, back to what I was going to mention, you driving me crazy before I had to get on that side tangent. So you want to go on and on about special teams and this, that, and the other. Benny, we're like the greatest special teams team in all of football right now, and our record's one and three. You want to talk about special teams being this big spark you know how many plays there are in a game that are special teams that mean nothing? You see these kickoffs go right through the end zone. Nobody ever even touches the football. You see these punts that are down where nobody even does anything. You ever see a big return anymore in the NFL? No. So I'm sick and tired of you, Matt Patricia, all these people want to tell me, oh, it's it's a third of the game. It's so important. Benny. It, there are important plays on special teams and there's a lot of nothing plays. So I, you can't have a bunch of bums out there that can't cover or you, yeah, it'd be nice, I guess, to have a return man, but I'm here to tell you that's not winning you and losing you football games the way that people act like it is. I guarantee if we break it down, it's not 33% of the action out there. It's not 33% of the scoring plays. It's not 33% of anything. It's just the special teams gets this credit when really it's a small sliver of the game in 2020. So I, I'd never no. buy any of this about special teams. I mean, you can't no. be horrible at it, but if you're great at it, it doesn't win you Super Bowls. I'm here to tell you. See, I, I let you go on your little rant about special teams. <laughs> you, you're, you're, you're the GM of the show, but listen to me. <laughs> I have blocked a few punts in my lifetime, okay? Yeah. And I yeah. know how that gets the team excited okay now i mean blocking it's a... punt, that that's an art blocking field goals is an art i know the nfl now i'm not talking about kickoff returns because they they've taken that so far out of the game now everything is through the end zone because they don't want the running 40 yards hitting people they don't want that anymore but you got to find somebody who homes their skills and blocking punts. I'm telling you, that is a fine art that we forget about in today's game. I want people to become, that's why they call it special teams. Not just, oh, I'm on a team, I'm on the kick team. <laughs> really? But but Do it was it was special. Make me feel good. <laughs> 
but it was more important in your day as well as like you know these block kicks you're talking about these these special plays they only happen you know once every blue moon so you can't hang your hat on them when you get them it's it's a tremendous bonus and yeah it gets the team fired up but I can't put that as my keys to the game because, I mean, the Lions are just solid on special teams. They're they're ranked high. They got the best punter in the game, and they got a horrible record because they got a terrible defense and haven't been able to score enough points on offense. So, anyway, I mean, that's just one of my pet peeves because they always say it's a third of the game. And back in the day when the Lions had really good returners, like, again, before my day, basically, but what, Mel Gray, they had Eddie Drummond. Like, those guys made a big impact back in those days. I'm sure you had some good ones on your teams as well. But it's 2020 now, and they've taken the kicking game basically out of the game. You might as well just put it on the 25 and and start playing, uh, you know, uh, offensive football is what they've done. So, you know, that's just old old thinking and and people that's just a crutch i think that coaches lean on because back in the day it was more important than it is now but i mean overall i like your keys i just think lions got to stop the run if james robinson runs them over they don't have much of a chance they've got to like get after people on defense the only thing is like when i say blitz and mix it up i don't know who they're gonna blitz with you know the linebackers seem too slow they don't have good edge rushers at this point in the game so i don't know who you're gonna bring but Benny, are, are you ready for prediction time? I mean, we said keys. We had some good arguments. We had to talk about your you for 30 minutes or however long you went on and on about them. Like, do, do we got to get to predictions now or you got more on your mind? Do you want to argue with me some more? What do you, what do you want to do? No, I ain't going to argue with you, but you ain't going to be talking about my you like that. You understand? I'm a right. rant and rave about my you like a rant and rave about my life. That's what you're not going to do, Derek, Okay. I All right, that's that, that's fair enough. Can, can we just do this? Can we agree on this? Can we agree on this? Oh, yeah. I mean, that no, no. That, that makes no, no, it all right, here, doesn't here, it? Here, here, here's what I want you to hear you play right now. Hail to the victors. Play it. All right, if you want it. I got a little another one for you. This is my favorite right here, so I can say it right to you, Benny. Let's go, Blue. There you go. That's that's a little chant for you that we do up in Ann Arbor. That that's for you live on the show. Look, I, I'm telling you, I just can't wait for two weeks to come and you guys finally get on the gridiron. That amazing blue baby. So that way we can argue about them as well. But it's okay. Benny, since, we work, we believe. Since, since I know it's just me and you talking here, I mean nobody else is is listening, even though we got tons of listeners out there. I'm a little worried about that game against Minnesota under the lights. Uh, Jim Harbaugh is starting to worry me a little bit, but you know I got to talk junk to you about Michigan. But I, I got a little bit of concerns uh, about my team. But I am excited for the Michigan Wolverines, the winged helmet, to get back on the football field. So what I'm really excited about though too is this game on Sunday. So do you want me to give my prediction first, or do you want to go? I, I defer to you, the uh, the Pro Bowler, the Playmaker. I mean, I know somebody else has that moniker, but I'll give it to you because you made plays in your day. Do you want to go or do you want me to go? Well, you've already pretty much heard my prediction. 35-28. The V for my lion. The V. (laughs) We need the V, baby. (laughs) Got to get that B-L-E-A-V. No doubt about it. You know how they're going to get that V, Benny? You want to know? What's the score? Before I give you the score, let, let me tell you who's going to be the player of the game. Let me tell you the guy who's going to oh. blow up. Let me tell you about the guy everybody's going to be talking about on Monday. You want to know who he is? Go ahead, Mr. GM. Stafford! 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 That's Matthew Stafford, uh, Benny. That's that's that man, Stafford. You know who he is. Stafford! He's going to come out. Matt. Stafford! He's going to come out, and he's going to throw for three fitty Plus, yeah, you heard me right. 350 yards passing. I, I got at least three, maybe four touchdowns. The Lions, Benny, are going to score 45 points on the Jacksonville Jaguars. They are going to still give up a ton of points because I don't think the defense is fixed. I don't think they're going to bring blitzes. I don't think they're going to get creative. The Jaguars are going to drop 35 on them, but that's going to be 10 less than our Lions and that's why I B-L-E-A-V. That's why I'm going to get that V. That's why I'm going to get that W. Because Matt Stafford. Stafford! 
And the Detroit Lions are going to go in there and whoop that tail of the Jacksonville Jaguars, put up a 40-burger, and win by 10. How do you like that, huh? I like that, but not any of those them go to Mr. Hawkinson or Mr. Peterson. Which one? You like to say that. I had to get that in there. <laughs> Man, you you are like the greatest impressionist, Benny. I mean, you couldn't say it any better. There are going to be some balls to TJ Hawkinson. We're also going to get some run passes or some run plays. I don't know about how many passes, but you will see some runs from Adrian Peterson. And uh, don't 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 sell my man uh, DeAndre Swift short either. He's coming to his own. He had a sneaky good game against the Saints, even though he didn't get enough footballs. I I wouldn't be surprised if he lights it up in the passing game and maybe finds the end zone again. So, yeah, g- give me the Lions. Give me some points. I know it's a little hard to come off a bye week and drop 40 plus, but this team's got to make a statement. I think it's going to happen on the offensive side of the ball because I still don't think they can stop anybody, but they're going to do enough to win comfortably in this game, which I'm going to love watching. That's going to be a fun watch. Well, I can't wait to watch it. And so. That's, 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 that's all we got to Benny. I've laid it out for the people. You, you're much more calm this week. You know, I'm having to bring the thunder and that's because I'm sick of being one and three. I'm sick of nobody having any passion. And when I talk to you, I get fired up because I got a B L E A V in my lions. Like you ridiculously B L E A V in your canes and your hurricanes in the U baby. So we got to get this W because your squad didn't get it done. So our squad got to get it done on Sunday. And and you know, you know, my Wolverine's going to get it done in a week. You know, I'm going to be in the ATL when the lions come there, you know, I'm going to get that W when I'm in the house. So that's why I'm bringing this heat right now. Somebody's got to do it. I mean, do you want to end the show, Benny? Give the people a little something. Cause I got to take a break. I got to take a breath right now. Yeah, got my boy Derek throwing that shade, baby. Look, me and my canes, we bounce back. It's bounce back week, baby. Bounce back week. And my Lions, we're going to put it on them Jaguars. They coming to what? They coming to the state of Florida for the win. No doubt. In Florida, get the Jaguars with the victory. Benny Ray. Victory. See, when you say that V, that means B-L-E-A, victory for the Lions. Benny, we're coming to your state of Florida. Your and my Lions are coming for that V. We're coming for that W. I mean, the letter U is nowhere to be found, but we got some other letters that we're coming to get. It's going to happen. So it's been a fun show. B-L-E-A-V and Lions right here with me and Benny Blades. Uh we're loving doing the show. We love everybody listening. Hit me up on Twitter at Derek Oakry. Talk football, fantasy football. Always uh, trying to promote the show. Uh, Benny Blades 3-6. You know he rocks that 3-6 all day, every day. That's where you can find him. And uh, Benny, we're going to be back next week talking about a W, talking about Lions, and I'm fired up about it, as you could tell. I'm very fired up. See you next week, Derek. All right, everybody, thanks so much for listening. Believe in those lines. Enjoy the game this week. We'll catch you guys next Thursday morning right here on Believe in Lions. Take care, everybody. We're out. I believe, I believe, I believe. If I can get respect from these guys, I'm going to darn well get respect, and I'm going to demand the respect from anyone else. I believe, I believe, I believe, I believe, I believe. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.